Thanks for listening to the Campus Collective Podcast. As always, we pray that this resource is a helpful supplement for you as a follower of Jesus and as an active member in your local church. We love God's design for His church, and we believe that this resource could never substitute the incredible things that come from active involvement with a community of believers. Campus Collective is a ministry of Huntington Community Church. To learn more, visit our website at HuntingtonCommunityChurch.com. Hello, it is Friday. Happy Friday to our listeners today. I hope you have uh, exciting things on the horizon, whatever time of the day you may be listening to this. Uh, I'm here once more with Jake Bradley. We are continuing through our series, 95 Meditations Through Colossians. This is 60, day 60. It's kind of crazy to believe uh, that we are this far into this uh, pretty expansive series. It's been a journey, and I'm thankful to be on it with you guys right now. Jake, what do you have to share with us today from Colossians? Yeah, today we're going to be um, in Colossians 3, uh, verse 5, and we're going to be looking at um, just the first part of this verse. It's just a command, and it, it says, Put to death, therefore, what is earthly in you. Um, and so the the truth in this is that, um, kind of pulling also from what we talked about earlier this week, is that though we have died with Christ, we must still put to death what is earthly in us. Because... Mm-hmm. Um, Remember, Paul's writing this letter to an established group of believers, and he's giving them this command to put to death what is earthly in them. So it, it's not like once we become a Christian, all of a sudden everything earthly in us dies and we no longer sin. Mm-hmm. Um, it, we are still very much um, selfish, sinful beings. Um, we just now have the Holy Spirit working to sanctify us in our lives. And so... Um, we kind of get to see this idea of dying to Christ as this continuous process, like not only this one moment when we give our lives to Him, but it's this continuous process of dying to ourselves and choosing Christ in every situation in our life for the rest of our earthly life. And so um, it, I think in this it's just important to recognize like the the reason we have to do this is because we are inherently sinful, Um, and and like I said, when we are saved, we don't just stop sinning. We continue to sin. We continue to desire, um, our flesh, but we have now the Holy Spirit working in us who is working to, um, sanctify us. And through reading God's word, through prayer, through meditating on, um, his attributes and his characteristics, we'll start to look more like him. And and that's kind of how we begin to put to death these um, sinful desires in our hearts is um, realizing through the um, through through the text through God's word and through prayers the spirit reveals these truths to us it's like we kind of said it like scales falling off your eyes yeah. like that that idea of like seeing like the bigger picture um, and, and seeing what's really at stake and, and what's really important in your life is it gratifying yourself or is it ultimately serving the the Lord and, and, you know, showing him the praise and honor and love that he um, deserves. And so this is also that what's important to notice is um, this is a, a present command. Like this is something that we have to actively do. Um, It's not just make this decision and be fine with it. It's like put to death. Like he's saying, do this right now, do it. 
And so um, as believers, we just always need to be aware of our sin um, and and things that we are struggling with and, and put them to death and destroy them. Um, it's this idea of the, the life of a believer is constantly um, putting to death the, the sin in, a, in us and cultivating the good. Um, it's like keeping a garden. You pull the weeds and you throw the weeds out mm-hmm. and then you, you cultivate and grow um, the plants that are going to bring, you know, you nourishment, whatever you want to grow. If you want to grow carrots, I don't like carrots, but grow carrots. But mm-hmm. it's this idea of killing these these sinful desires and destroying them and then cultivating this healthy growth in our life as believers. And so um, th- that's pretty much it. But it, it's this lifelong struggle we'll face as believers mm-hmm. is is constantly battling our sinful desires and, and putting those to death and allowing the Holy Spirit to bring out... Um, this new life in Christ within us. Yeah, and I think there, this might be a helpful image for you. So, like, I think when we look at the Christian faith, Christian theology, we recognize that the hope of Christ, when we speak of the hope, we're speaking of the realization. So, like, the hope of, of being free from sin is the reality that one day Christ will appear, I will be made like him, and I will be in uh, finality free from sin. That's the hope. But the power of the Spirit in us means that we can live now as though that hope are already true for us, uh, because it is God who works in us both to will and to work for His good pleasure. And so consider this image. Uh, this kind of reminds me of one of those like uh, advertisements that pops up on your Instagram feed of like those really crappy like mobile games uh, where it's like, can you do this? Like, can you solve this challenge? And it's got like a... But anyways, think about like you're mining through dirt. Like you're just kind of going forward. You're on like a horizontal path. You're mining dirt, and you are going towards uh, what you hope to be a stack of gold. Uh, now, let's say you just receive this miraculous vision uh, in which you see yourself acquiring that gold, and you are aware that that vision is actually kind of like a futuristic message, like you're going to acquire that gold because uh, you're on the right path, uh, so keep going. Uh, you know, here's what the fool would do. Be like, oh, thank goodness. You know, I've, I'm going to acquire the gold. I'm just going to leave the tunnel. That doesn't make any sense. Like, clearly, you're going to continue to mine towards the gold. Uh, absent of hope, you might quit because you're despairing of your ability to get any closer to that gold. You don't even know if the gold's even there. The reality is, though, is that we know there's gold uh, to be sort of found, I guess. Speaking, you know, if, if we want to make that in a kind of a cliche way, that gold is Christ. It's attainment to Christ. Uh we know that we will attain it. We will get it. We are on the right path, walking according to the Spirit. Therefore, we will mine the dirt in front of us, uh, pushing forward with joy because we know that it's worth it. It's not in vain. Our labors won't be in vain because that's sort of an insecurity of human life is that we have this insecurity in ourselves uh, that we worry something that, that we are act, what we're actually striving for, spending our time, energy, and resources for is actually just fake. It's in vain. It doesn't matter. It's worthless. Uh, that's sort of one of our human insecurities. But what we have in Christ is the hope that this is not in vain. You will attain to the image of Christ because it is God who works in you. So the spirit in you will see this through to completion. So keep digging. Don't be a fool who's, you know, I will get there. Therefore, I'm just going to stop trying to get there. So this is sort of the hope we have in Christ. Yeah, and I, I think it's it's always important to remember when we are dealing with commands like this that you know a lot of America especially sees the Bible, um, non-believers, they see the Bible as this list of like 
things you can do and can't do. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more like a list of do this so you can live the fullest life in Christ. Yeah. Um, these commands, we're not sacrificing something good for something mediocre. Mm. We're sacrificing something unfulfilling and deadly. Deadly, yeah. Mm. <laughs> for for something that will quite literally bring us joy and happiness and life. Yeah. Um so so don't when you when you think of this idea of like giving up your your old um fleshly desires and your own sinful desires. The reason why God tells you to give those desires up is because they will only bring you death. Um, you know, you think of, there are so many examples, but when you're a kid and your parents yelled at you because you did something stupid, like they yelled at you and told you not to do that because you were probably going to get hurt doing it. Yeah. And they told you what to do so that you wouldn't get hurt. And that that's what these commands are. They're commands of how to live your life in a way that will honor the Lord and ultimately bring you eternal life and bring you eternal joy and happiness in Christ. Absolutely. So. Yeah, only only Christ can bring freedom. And I think that's sort of the foolishness of our flesh. And I'll, I'll end us on this note, is that in the foolishness of our flesh, we act, we, we think as that the desires of our flesh that Paul lists after this, when he says, put to death, therefore, sexual immorality, impurity, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry, these things, when we're experiencing them in our ignorance, we're like, man, this is life. I cannot believe. And then you hear about religion or you know Christianity or whatever you want to call it, uh, and you think, oh, man, I can't believe this mean God would have me give up these incredible things which bring me so much happiness. But the foolishness of our flesh is that these things are quite literally killing us, and they are so inferior to the pleasures which are ours in Christ. It's, it's the lie of the flesh and of the devil that that we ought to desire uh, the foolishness of the flesh over the beauty of the wisdom of God. And so that's what I'm going to leave you guys on, is to contemplate uh, the wisdom of God in freeing us from the, our flesh to live lives pleasing to Him, which is where we find true joy. So put to death, therefore, the works of the flesh. We have this hope. We will attain to the promises of Christ because of Christ. Thank you for listening. I hope you will. Join us next week. This is actually Friday, so thank you for tuning in this week, and I uh, hope to see you on Monday. Slow snaps, everybody, for Jake Bradley for being on the podcast with us this week. (laughs)